Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Each time I stand before a class on the brink of graduation, a favorite moment is the introduction of a commencement speaker who has the capacity to offer encouragement, challenge your minds, ignite new ideas, and offer insight as to what's com what comes next. This year's keynote speaker is Randy Dietrich. Mr. Dietrich is a 2000 graduate of East Stroudsburg University with a bachelor's degree in business management. And I believe that degree has come has come to good use. Randy served as president of his own medical equipment business and is now the president of the 13th top-ranked winery in the nation, Blue Ridge Estates Vineyard Winery. <laughs> Randy also had the honor to race the World Cup in ski racing. His mission is to add value to the world through his message of hope, trust, and excitement for life. It is now my distinct pleasure to introduce this evening's keynote speaker, Mr. Randy Dietrich. <laughs> wow, thank you all. Oh my God, you know, I gotta admit, I don't know who's more excited to be here, me or you guys, right? Oh my God, so grateful, guys. Thank you, President Long. Oh my God, I'm so thankful, guys. Provost Ball, I'm so thankful. Your smiley face, <laughs> I love it. And you know, I went here, guys, and I'm so thankful. Who's thankful for all the ESU faculty members? Right, right here, right here, right? Oh my God, making it happen, right? <laughs> so, all right, guys, so here we go. Take a good look because you are looking at masters and doctors. Congratulations, y'all. <laughs> I love it. Right here. <laughs> you know, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, you're gonna have a spectacular moment. What's gonna happen is you're gonna get up in the morning, you're gonna walk into the bathroom, and it's gonna be the first morning that you see a master or doctor looking back at you. Just, you know, take that moment in, guys. You're gonna love that. Oh my God, enjoy the moment. <laughs> so good, right? Oh my God. Now, I, I need to tell you this though. The only reason that I'm here is because my mom wasn't available, okay? <laughs> my mom's name is Sandy Dietrich, standing at five foot five, an unstoppable positive force in this world. Oh my God, if you think I'm upbeat, oh my God. Oh my God, let me tell you, I'd be like, Mom, relax, it's just a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm so not kidding. <laughs> my, my mom radiated wisdom, understanding, enthusiasm like you could not imagine. <laughs> oh my God, she'd wear you out. <laughs> you know, my mom got me into ski racing and it was right here at Shawnee Mountain that I won my first NASTAR race. Anyone know NASTAR, like little, little kids race NASTAR, right? It's kind of the beginning of ski racing. On the car ride home, I remember her looking in the rear view mirror, looking at me going, okay, I know what's going on inside this little man's head. And she looked at me and she goes, Randy, always remember that you're a performer, not a reporter. 
She was protecting me from my ego. <laughs> I was eight and I was growing one, you know? <laughs> so if my mom was standing here today, she would be saying words like this. She would say, along with your MA, MS, or PhD, be very careful you don't get an EGO, because they're deadly. You are the elite. You all know that, right? You are the elite, oh my God. <laughs> but if you see yourself like this, your ego has won and you have lost. You see, after a success like you have just achieved, ego becomes your enemy. Because ego must be protected. And it'll keep you in your comfort zone for the rest of your life. You see, ego wants people to think that they're full. And when you're full, nothing else can ever be poured into you. My mom. She would say, stay humble with a servant's heart. She would say, continue to pursue all of your dreams with every single bit of imagination that you have and continue to ignore the false sense of fear going on in this world. Good advice from mom, right? My mom made up a saying, guys. Oh my God. She would say, get on and stay on the Do It Now program. <laughs> it was written everywhere. I mean, you sliding glass door, Do It Now program. Walk in the kitchen, Do It Now program. In the bathroom, Do It Now program. It was everywhere. My brother knows, he's sitting over here. Oh my God, it was everywhere in our life. She would tell us, she would say, guys, don't ever put something off today, something you should do today to tomorrow, because what's gonna happen is you'll put it off tomorrow. And then you'll wake up 20 years later and your life will have passed you by. She says, do it now. Get on the program and stay on the program. I can still remember her saying, throughout your life, you will hear people say that they're late on their bills. We've all heard that, late on my bills. But you will never hear someone say that I'm late on my dreams. Now that, that should be the major concern of all of our lives, shouldn't it? Man. My mom, if my, if, if my, mom, my mom ever called me complaining, if I were saying like, man, life, life is hard, mom. Why has life got to be so hard? She would look right in my eyes and she would say, Randy, don't you think for a second that life owes you anything? She says, you didn't choose life. Life chose you. No one chose to be born. And since life chose you, the question we should ask ourselves is, what does life expect of me? Asking that question makes you humble with a servant's heart. And now you're building character. And all of a sudden with this question, problems magically become opportunities, don't they? And with that, our life becomes limitless. What does life expect of me? Recently, y'all heard, my wife and I, we started Blue Ridge Winery. My wife sits over here. She's pretty, isn't she? A little redhead. Oh my God. Oh my God, right? Oh my God. I know, she married me right here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know how good it feels to be me. <laughs> I love that redhead. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the winery. <laughs> don't get me started. Y'all know, right? <laughs> Man, we've been married for 14 years, but she married me three times now. She said yes every time, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> so at the winery, guys, there's like 122 people that work out of Blue Ridge. And I bet you 50 of them are under the age of 25. 
Blue Ridge is a magnet for motivated young people. It's, it just blows my mind. I, I, I don't know what's going on out there. And what I did, guys, is I brought a few rock stars with me today. We kind of travel in a pack, you know? So I, I got them up here in the stands over here. I want to point some people out to y'all because I am so proud of these guys. So Tony and Noah, where are y'all? You want to stand up right here? There's Tony and Noah right there. So these two guys, these two young men, right? Oh, yeah, I'm with you. So Tony and Noah, at age 14, what happened was they convinced their mom to pull them into the driveway of the winery, and they get out. And they walk up to me and they're like, we're, we're, we're here to ask for a job. I'm like, what are you, nine? <laughs> they go, no, no, today's our birthday. We're, we're 14. We, we can work now. I'm like, oh, my God, get the paperwork. Let's go. <laughs> Six months later, they had keys to the building. You can, you, I mean, you, you can trust the keys of the kingdom of these young men. I love you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right? Oh my God. Their mom's proud of them, and so am I. Sitting next to them, you got Nathaniel, David, and Jaden. Stand up, guys. I, I gotta put these right here. Nathaniel, David, and Jaden. Okay. So at Blue Ridge Winery, guys, we produce about 350,000 bottles of wine per year. That's a lot of wine, right? Do the math on that per minute, right? And people think there's this giant production facility, right? I mean, we're at all the Wagner, the Shopper, the Hampton Hill, we're everywhere, right? Nope. It's these three young men right there. Right there. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, I say it all the time, age happens naturally, doesn't it? No one can stop that. But responsibility, dependability, determination, persistence, you got to work for that stuff, don't you? Then there's Matthew. Where's Matthew at? There he is. There's Matthew. Oh, my God, right? So Matthew, his mom's proud of him. I'm proud of him. Oh, my God. Matthew, Matthew is living proof that anything's possible, guys. You know, at, night, at age, he graduated from East Strasburg here. At age 19, he had an MBA. Do the math on that one, right? No, no, what the heck, you know? He then opens a medical supply company. Then he sells it. Then he wrote a book called Faster Accomplishments. He should write on something he knows something about, you know? And uh, today he's 22 years old. <laughs> he's such a loser, isn't he? <laughs> I love you, Matthew. <laughs> I really love these guys, you know. But what I do every summer is I get them all together and we go out in the field and we sit under the tent. I want to talk to all the young people that are looking to achieve magnificent things with their life because they're working so hard. And I'll share with you what I share with them. I tell them, I go, guys, 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 it, throughout our lives, if we do make millions of dollars and we create big businesses and in the process of it all, we were to lose our family, health, and friends, I'm sorry, you're not a success. I love you all shaking your heads, yes. You're with me on this. Because you all know at the end of it all, you would trade all the money for family, health, and friends. I love you all. I tell them this, I go, you'll know you're a success when the people closest to you think the most of you. Got that one from mom. Get this, guys. So my mom, at age 56, she sat right where you're sitting. She graduated from East Strasburg, age 56. In fact, she lent me her graduation gown. <laughs> you like the purple? <laughs> but 30 days later, we had a nightmare. <laughs> but no one was sleeping. You see, my mom was diagnosed with cancer for the fifth time. But she's so full of life. She always beats cancer. It never, ever, ever takes her down. Did you know that 10 years before graduating, she was admitted to hospice? She just never went. Crazy, right? 
So in closing this up, can I tie it all together here? I want to tell you a story that just changed my life, guys. It changed everything in the game. Because, man, when mom was diagnosed with cancer, her life got serious. And she was down at the University of Pennsylvania Hospital, and Dr. Porter was the oncologist putting my mom through a stem cell transplant. And when they do that, what they do is they take white blood cells out of your body, they put them through a centrifuge, they hit you with chemotherapy, and they put the clean ones back in. And hopefully it'll grow new clean blood, right? The problem with this, though, is if you were to catch a cold, it can kill you. Because your white blood cells are the things that fight off colds, and mom's got none. Guys, it was November. And my mom caught a cold. My brother and I were in the room, and the doctors just flooded the room because all of a sudden the monitors went wild. They were screaming as if they were feeling the pain of mom. And the guy shoves me to the side, and in a split second, there's a doctor at the foot of the bed with his fingers in the air like a conductor, and instantly, all the other doctors and nurses are gathered around this bed, intently looking at this guy. This was leadership on steroids. One mind, 16 hands, you all listen to me. Are you ready? He goes, put the head down, pump this in, hit it with that breathing tube in over here. It felt like forever. But after 60 seconds, the monitors lit up. Now, I'm sorry, it's beating again. We're gonna leave oncology now, guys. We gotta go downstairs to intensive care. And you can all picture it. There's, there's a long hallway with just the elevator doors at the end. And there goes my mom in that hospital bed. The breathing tube is still in. There's IVs everywhere, even coming out of her feet. But <laughs> you know what the only thing I could see going down that hallway was? It was my mom's big thumb in the air. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, mom. If you can hang on to a positive attitude in a moment like this, I have no excuse for the rest of my life. Anything I'm going through is easy compared to dying for a minute. So can you imagine what this world would look like if every single one of us truly did decide to pursue all of our dreams with every single bit of imagination that God gave you and you ignored the false sense of fear in your life? It'd be a heck of a world, wouldn't it? I love you all. I'm in all of your accomplishments. Stop by the winery. Tell me your success. I want to celebrate with you. Thanks for being, let me be here. I'm grateful. <laughs>